The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Side Piece Show. Yes. And we are at lucky number 11 today, baby. It's going to be amazing. Speaking of amazing, so earlier today, before getting ready to record, I take my kids out for like our 17th walk of the day because that's what you freaking do during COVID and with two kids under three and one of them is off of school for spring break. So we were walking along and my three-year-old son walks up to a car and he says, mommy, look, this sports car has four exhausts. Do you know what four exhausts means? Um, no. <laughs> what? Uh, what in the hell is going on? It means it is super fast. And I love super fast cars with four exhausts. I mean, what in the actual hell is going on right now? I said, Logan, where did you learn about this? He says, mommy, I know stuff. Moral of the story, I'm pretty sure my kids are already smarter than me. Now it's time for Side Stealers of the Week. Jersey. The husbands and the kids. So Frank Sr. and Frankie Jr. are comparing sex stories. This is so amazing for so many reasons. And then at Teresa's house, on the flip side, we have Gia popping Melania zits. I thought it was pretty amazing that Joe and Teresa were getting along. But, and I mean, but, now they are selling sex toys together? Sex without the sex? I can't believe it took Teresa and Juicy Joe to actually figure it out. Hot Lanta. It was so hard to just choose one. So it's a tie between Latoya's mouth and Kenya's ass. Both big, proud, and oh so loud. Not sure which causes more trouble, but they both get side stealers of the week. Dallas. Oh, Mama D. Mama D is always a side piece favorite. You know, we have seen her for seasons being this tough badass. But now to see this soft, sweet side with Deandra after everything they have been through. Well, it makes me love Mama D even more. And I don't give a rip what you say. So what else is hot and happening in Bravo World? Summer House. Did Luke and Lindsay really do the do? Um, why does Carl look sexier Amish? And holy crap, it is going down. Is California Kyle going to get his ass kicked by Minnesota? Sweet Minnesota Luke. So Luke's all of a sudden throwing drinks, coming at Kyle. Kyle and Carl are then going at Luke. And a drunken Amanda is holding them back. I'm sure this is going to end well. As well as Lindsay and Steven's relationship. Dallas. Stephanie gives birth to her first successful locker room renovation. Woo-hoo! But Sally, you guys, I feel like all the drama happening online with the videos of Brandy's husband cheating sucks. And I feel like it's totally stolen the spotlight. I've heard rumblings of her slash them leaving the show. And now I'm wondering, as I'm watching it, 
Is this season the last one for Brandy? She's not. Atlanta. Girls trip to New Orleans, baby. So I'm sure between the hotel and the food and the alcohol costs, that added up to a ton. However, watching Candy, watching the girls, booty shaking in the dance class. Well, some things are just priceless. Below deck, sailing yacht. So follow this for a second. The primary charter guest, he brings his husband. He and his husband bring their boyfriends. And the primary's much, much younger boyfriend used to be his daughter's boyfriend until he stole him away from her, causing the breakup between him and his husband, though they are still best friends, sailing around the world together with their new boyfriends. Um, I'm too sober for all this, but it is quite entertaining. And that wraps up the hotness happening in Bravo. Can I thank you again a million times for all your support and all your love? Can you please tell all your friends to listen and subscribe too? Maybe you can do a little rating and review so we can all celebrate the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show together. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Again, I can't thank you enough. I love doing this podcast and I love having you a part of the show. My guest today, the only reason I not only started loving Chief Stews, but wanted to become one myself. I'm so freaking excited for Hannah Barrier, baby. Holy crap, you guys. Today, we have the Chief Stews of all Chief Stews rocking our freaking world for five seasons long. Yes, you guessed it. From Below Deck Med, you know it. It's Hannah. Hi, Hi Hannah. How are you? I'm so happy to see you. Aw, thank you. You, you look too. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. You look beautiful. I mean, the mom glow is for real. Ah, uh, thank I, you. I lost that mom glow, I think, about a year ago with my second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a mom glow or if it's just sweating from like running around, cleaning up after her. <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Hey, listen, Hannah, I was so excited. As you know, of all my emails I sent you, how excited I was to have you on. <laughs> I actually wrote you a little poem. Oh, okay. Hit me. Okay. You ready? Yes. Smart, hardworking, fun, and beautiful. Hannah is the ultimate dream chief stew, though I'd be scared shitless to not do what she tells me to do. (laughs) We know we've seen that Hannah can party it out, but now being a mom is what she's all about. Oh, stop. You're going to make me cry. That's gorgeous. I think that's the first time anyone's ever written me a poem. Really? I popped the pump cherry? You did. You did. Oh, I love it. No, I was just excited. Oh, don't tear up for me. (laughs) I'm glad that you like it. I was, like I said, I'm very excited to have you on. So I wanted just to write you a little something, something. Uh, Thank you. I'm going to tell my fiance now. He's got to step it up. I'll be Uh, like, so Melissa wrote me a poem this morning. What are you going to do for me today? (laughs) Josh. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So Hannah, I, you know, we know you're a mom right now, but with below deck med, how, mm-hmm. since this was such a big part of your world for so long, how did you even get into doing the show? So the funniest thing was, is I had actually gone to a boat in America because I was a little bit, I don't know how you can say you're over the med, but I was a little bit bored with doing the Mediterranean. So I went to America and then I didn't like, I did the East Coast uh, from Florida up to Newport and I didn't think it was like that pretty. So then I decided to just stop yachting. I went back to Europe and we were following like this music festival, me and my girlfriend around Europe. And I kind of applied for it. And then like all my interviews, like they messaged me and they were like, oh, hey, so just confirming our Skype in 30 minutes. And I'd be like drunk at a beach club. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm convinced the only reason I got the gig is because I was drunk in all my interviews. (laughs) Is there a better way to get a gig? (laughs) Exactly. Not on Bravo, that's for sure. (laughs) Amazing. So then that's how it all started. Then they started calling you and because you kicked it all off. Yeah, we started in Greece. It changed dramatically over time. Like in Greece, it was like really shoddy hotel rooms and like a really (laughs) shoddy boat. And (laughs) then obviously the budget must have gone up because things got a little better. That's incredible. No one's ever said that. I love that so much. (laughs) Had you watched, because Below Deck had already been on before. Had you ever seen Below Deck? No. So because when you're in Europe and you're like traveling, you just have Wi-Fi, you know? So we, back then, I don't even know. I don't think I had Netflix or anything. So we actually had like hard drives and you'd go onto a boat and you'd be like, who's got a hard drive of new movies, you know? And you'd like (laughs) move it onto your hard drive and that's all you'd watch. So um, I went on YouTube and watched a few of the little clips, like trailers and stuff. And that's kind of all I knew. It was actually hilarious. I I will never forget the first day of filming. We were on the boat and I like finished my work and I put my earphones on and got my iPhone and like walked off the boat and like went for a walk and suddenly this gorgeous little producer like pulled on my arm. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going for a walk. She's like, no, no, no. You've got to like stay on the boat. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I finished like work for the day she's like yeah bitch you may have finished your chief stew job but there's oh, now a tv job <laughs> my, you're like no 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 but i'm done like see i'm yeah, fucking exactly. out <laughs> I'm like, no, no, the boat's dead. it's ready for guests tomorrow she's like yeah no you, you can't oh, just leave <laughs> and then you were like okay this is a whole new world yeah it was then that i kind of realized i was like okay this is not like the normal chief stew job Oh my gosh, that's insane. But were you just like from the get-go, you had no idea what you're getting into. Was it amazing? Was it weird? I mean, you're with these new people. Yeah, so I had Julia, yeah, in the first season and uh, her and I were really close. One of the editors was like, the amount of times you guys said, this is so weird. That's like on the editing floor. (laughs) It was insane. It was like, we just had no idea really what was going on. It was like, we just kind of were walking around with a blank look and our faces running into walls most of the time. Like absolutely no idea. That's incredible. I mean, and not even like seeing the show, because some of these housewives shows, it's like you've seen it before and you kind of, I feel like you still never really get a taste of what you're getting into though until you do it. Yeah. How has your life changed since doing Below Deck Med? So the one thing that I, that was really important to me getting into this was like to not change because I think that, you know, especially like I didn't even have, like they had to set me up an Instagram account when I started 
below Jay. I was like, oh, I don't need one. It's fine. I have Facebook. And they're like, yeah, but (laughs) you need Instagram. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. (laughs) So I think like that, it's so funny because I feel like with social media, there's so much focus on not listening to the trolls and the haters and all of that sort of stuff. But I think it's like equally as important to not listen to the people blowing smoke up your ass either. Right. And like, just don't take on either. And it was so nice. I had my engagement party the other day, actually. And I had like a picnic first with like 15 of my girlfriends and every single one at the table I've known for like 10 years, you know? Amazing. By yeah. the way, how was that? I mean, I saw the pictures, like a dork, like yeah. me looking and oh, how, I mean, how was it? <laughs> was it just surreal? Was it amazing? It was gorgeous, but my little one was teething. So the entire picnic, she was screaming her head off. So mom and I were just taking it in turns to kind of go for a little walk with her. So you're there at your engagement party, then we're just free, no mask. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, because we literally, like at the moment, it doesn't really exist. That is insane. But look at you. Now you're free. And like, yeah, that's incredible. Oh, and the engagement party was great though. It was, it was so nice, but it was hilarious because it was like, I think it was about 1230 and I was like, okay, everyone get out. And my girlfriend's like, what? I'm like, no, no, no. I like, I have a baby. Get out. Time to go. <laughs> Listen, that can be your, that's a great thing though about kids. It's like until they're yeah. old enough, they can do chores and clean up after the house for you. Your yeah. excuse is like, sorry, I have to go. I have to take care of the kids. Got- Got the baby. What, you what am I to supposed do? to do? So diving in, I can't even believe, I know you probably talked about all this and what happened, you know, on below deck at nauseam, but you know, as someone who watched you from the gecko, I mean, mm-hmm. for five seasons you were on and then all of this went down, like it went down. Do you think the crew was like, I want Hannah out or how did all this even go down? Do you think there was a setup or something behind it? Um, no, I feel like, you know, Sandy and I have never really seen eye to eye, but obviously, like as she's pointed out a lot of times, she doesn't choose the crew or who comes back. So I think this is probably like a get out of jail free card, you know, because you've seen it like many times on Below Deck. You saw the, I think, cat with Lee. She had anxiety meds and he just right. said, you have a prescription? She went, yes. He goes, okay, cool. You saw Kevin, the chef, like popping Oh, uh, massive painkillers. Right. His back, his back, which wouldn't have been registered. So it was like they kind of went like maritime law, but it's not like it's definitely not something you need to fire someone over. I had a prescription for the anxiety meds and CBD is legal in Spain. And so it's like it, it definitely didn't need to go there, but it was probably something that she could say to production where well, I don't feel safe going to see. Because do you think she wanted you out? Yeah, she's wanted me out since day one. You think from day one, I mean, I've seen, we've seen you on the show, like you guys mm. kind of clash towards seasons went on more so, but you think from day one, there was something going on? Oh yeah. Yeah. So she watched the first season, but you can't like watch a show like Below Deck and then judge because like things aren't always exactly as they seem and there might be reasons some things are happening, and, you know? Right. And like, she actually started talking to me about it in the first scene we ever shot together and said, you know, you didn't pronounce the dish properly. And I was like, yeah, because on yachts, normally you get the menu like three hours before so you can remember the dishes. But right. if someone can't do that for me and they're only telling it to me, like as I'm picking dishes up to serve them, then of course I'm going to make a mistake, you know? I think she was, yeah, there was some weird competitive thing she had going on 
wrong with me, which was kind of silly because it's not two positions that should be competing. But I don't think we were competing like on our work positions. I think she was competitive with me on the TV side of things. Was it weird coming back? Because you knew Sandy was going to be the captain. So was it weird coming back every season knowing she was going to be the captain? Yeah, 100%. The one thing that I've never been shy to admit is that like I would go to work for money, which is like... It's so weird because I felt like in some ways I was kind of shamed for that on the boat. But I'm like, a lot of people go to work for money, you know? What else do (laughs) Yeah, like we don't all, I'm not like a, like, yay. Like, I love table decor and serving guests (laughs) till 5 a.m. in the morning and scrubbing toilets. Like, I'm cleaning up bathrooms. Yeah, it's like, to me, like, I'm super, super passionate about traveling. And I'm super passionate about, like, this is, you know, you've got one life, one shot, go live it. Like, but to me, yachting was a avenue to get what I wanted in the rest of my life. You know, I'm not, I don't particularly like, you know, using a earbud to clean the corner of a cabin 50 million times a day, but that's what I needed to do to get what I wanted to get. So, and I started like my training academy now to help other people get into yachting. And that's the thing is it's like a lot of people are like, oh, what if I don't want to do it for 20 years? And I'm like, well, no, like you're going to look after like billionaires yachts. They have enough. You take what helps you get where you want to be. Because at the end of the day, only, especially in yachting, only you're going to look after yourself, you know? So look after yourself. Go and work hard. You still have to work hard, but go and do it for two, three, four years. Have an experience and like come home. I always knew I wanted to have kids and settle down. So you You always knew that at some point. Always. Yeah. And I think it's like, you know, there's some people who, you know, have been in yachting 20, 30 years and it's a very long time for that kind of lifestyle, you know? Do you think season two, Hannah, would think that you, Hannah, right now would be right now where you are? I think I was actually a little bit nervous that it wouldn't happen because I traveled so much and it's like so hard to meet someone and like start a relationship when you're just constantly leaving the country, you know? Right. So I would have hoped that I'd be here, but I wouldn't have probably, I probably wouldn't have put my money on it if I was betting. A few seasons ago, right? Yeah. I feel like you, I, I remember you talking about settling down and having kids and stuff, but I just always wonder, like looking back, do you think a few seasons ago, you would think that you were right now here? I, I guess, yeah. I guess I hoped I would have been. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you think if you hadn't left the way that everything went down, that you would have left yourself after the season was done from below oh, deck? hundred percent. Yeah. You, you were ready? That, it was a very long thought out process and a lot of conversations were had about whether I was going to do that season because mentally I was kind of you know I wanted to like be home with my partner and my dog and I'm in my mid-30s now I'm not in that like woohoo Jager bombs let's go get fucked up every night (laughs) I'm like I want like to have a cup of tea and have a nap right so wait you before season five started you were kind of teeter-tottering if you were going to go back for it Yeah. Oh, so what made you actually say, okay, I'll go do it again. And with Captain Sandy. What did I tell you I went to work for? (laughs) Oh, well, there you go. When were you thinking though, okay, I'm going to go back, but this is probably going to be my last. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. What in the hell were you thinking when Sandy calls you up to the wheelhouse and you're sitting there and she has her quote drugs 
Yeah. What was even going through your mind? Um, I guess to be honest, like so much of my concern with that situation was like my family. Because, you know, you don't know how the public's going to react. You don't know how it's going to be, you know, shown and things like that. I didn't want to, like, embarrass, like, my partner and my mom and dad and, you know. Right. My mom always said to me when I was little, like, if you know you've done nothing wrong and you know that, like, you're comfortable with the situation, then just, like, hold your head high and just leave it be. And that's, Honestly, I was like, I'm not going to be, you know, like it really annoyed me when I was like down in the bathroom right. and I like was zipping up my fly and she like burst in with a camera. Yeah. And was like, are you flushing your drugs? I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Why would I, like, to me, it was like in my head, I was like, why would I flush my prescription medication? Right. Like, I understand you having a conversation with me saying like, you're supposed to declare it. And we'd had conversations before, by the way. She knew that I took Valium for my anxiety. So it wasn't new information. It was almost like a ha-ha gotcha. You know, you didn't declare it and now I can fire you. Now here's my reason to let you go. Mm. How do you think it was found? Do you think Malia had something to do with it? Oh, yeah, yeah. She took a photo after we'd had the argument about both myself and Bugs not wanting to change cabins. She went in and went through my stuff and took the photo. She actually went through your stuff? Yeah, yeah. She went, like, took everything out of my handbag. Are you kidding? Mm-mm. So, okay. So, I don't probably need to ask you that Malia and Captain Sandy are ones that you would, if you ever went back to yachting, you would not want to work with? No. <laughs> <laughs> are there, is there anyone else from any of the seasons that you would just like to not ever see again besides those two? It was actually funny because I said originally, like, I would never work with Bugs again. Right. But then I was, like, on the boat, uh, you know, I'd flown there and it was like, oh, Bugs is coming back. It's like, oh, okay, cool, great, thanks, guys. You know, after Lara. (laughs) Right. Oh, after Lara. (laughs) Yes, another one of your favorites. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's just hard because a lot of people as well is they're there for – you know, the fame and like, but that's you, I'm working on a reality show. Right. Of course I'm going to work with people that are like camera hungry and fame hungry and doing like really annoying things and talking heaps in order to get camera time and stuff. So like I personally never kind of did that. Right. I think that I stayed pretty authentic from the start and you know, it doesn't work anyway. <laughs> if you're just talking shit, then it's boring storyline regardless. Right. Who was there so, really for the, like, I want to soak up this camera and look at me, look at me, look at me, like put on this show. That was definitely Bugs. Bugs. But I'm not like in any way saying that she was, she's a bad person or anything like that, but she definitely loves, you know, the camera and things like that. Captain Sandy and Malia clearly are at the forefront of everything. But do you with Bugsy? Yeah. Because you guys had your beef in season four and then all of a sudden they bring her back. Do you think that was kind of a setup or just coincidence? I don't think that Bugsy was the only stewardess available to come (laughs) and finish the data season. Like, as you saw, Aisha came back, but Aisha was someone that I got along with very well. So I guess maybe she was unavailable, you know, two weeks before. (laughs) Do you think anyone like a Captain Sandy, do they have any pull on who they get? Captain Sandy said it a lot of times in the media and in interviews and stuff that she has no say in 
who comes back and who's hired, et cetera. Right. Do you think that had you been working with Captain Lee or even on sailing yacht, Captain Glenn, that it would have been different for you and or it better? Would have been- a completely different experience. The sad thing was, is like, I actually, the first season, even though it was crazy, I had a lot of fun. And then after that, it was just not fun anymore. And like, I really did just keep going back because, you know, for a paycheck, it was just like, I really got to the stage. I think you kind of saw it at the end of season four, where it was like I had had zero guest complaints for an entire season, which is almost unheard of. I had worked my ass off on everything. Like I stayed in on nights out to like work on table decor. I right. did everything. And then it was like to just be kind of smacked again. You're just like, oh. it's almost just like with Sandy, I felt like going like, you said you don't have a choice if I come back. I get you don't like me, but just let me be. Right. Like, I'm obviously doing something for the show that's good. And if I'm doing something good for the show, I'm doing something good for you too, because this is your show too. Right. So just leave me be and like, you don't need to like me, but just like, you also don't need to smack me every single time you see me either. Right. Totally. And, but like after season one, you kind of were already feeling it. Well, no, because I did season one with Captain Mark. That was really nice. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was fun. And then. Yeah. Season two was, yeah, it was straight into it. So you think, and maybe, maybe if you didn't even stay with Captain Mark, it would have been a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Captain Lee's actually been like a massive support for me throughout the years. Like I've phoned him during filming and he's sat there in Florida and, you know, spoken to me for like, I think I got off the phone once for like two hours and 20 minutes. Aww. And he's, yeah, he is such a lovely human being and uh glenn i was just on watch what happens live i was like is glenn like the loveliest human in the world or like hannah i was literally just saying this i was like how are literally your crew hooking up barfing all this madness and he's like hi guys i'm ready like the boat is like the mess the next morning and i'm like he's just like do you have a good night oh you were great on a hangover i'm like you're just like a little bundle of joy. How are you that happy all the time? Especially yeah. when all of this madness is going around like that. I yeah. literally was just saying, I'm like, that is Canadians, not. I tell you. <laughs> it must be because I'm not like that at all by any means. So, you know what? It was interesting too. I think it's actually one of the nights, literally, I just emailed you about like, I'm so excited to have you on. Mm-hmm. And I was watching an old, it was actually the season, or I'm sorry, the episode where it all went down with you. And mm. Kate from Below Deck, Kate Chastain, mm. was doing like the, you know how I do see them sometimes when someone from another show does commentary? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was saying she was kind of slamming you because she yeah. said that you had talked shit about her or something. Did something happen? I didn't even know any of this. No, it was like, we were friendly. And then there was like, we went to New York. There was basically just like a situation with my friend that I kind of called her out on. And I don't think she likes getting called out. And so, yeah. You know, I feel like I I stay up to date with things. And all of a sudden I said, what in the heck happened? How did I miss this? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something no, that... No, I think it's because to me, like, that we don't work together on the show and I just kind of feel like dragging other people in press and things like that's just not really my style. So I've just never, literally never said anything about it. Oh, but you knew she was saying something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wasn't oh, happy. She said a lot. <laughs> really? To you personally or in the press? No, no, no. In press. How did I freaking miss it? See? Free- <laughs> Hannah. Kids. You need see? to change your Google alert. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my Google alert is, Hannah? How what? to stop a freaking maniac kid from crying and oh. shitting all over my floors. That's my <laughs> Google alert. Have you worked it out yet? Uh, negative. So how did you feel? What is your world like after you leave? I think, you know, it was really, it was a lot to go through because obviously I knew it was coming. Right. But you have no idea how it's going to play out and how the public's going to react and everything. So that was a lot to deal with when I was pregnant. But then it was probably a blessing in disguise as well because I couldn't drown my sorrows in wine. So it was like, <laughs> it was like a double-edged sword. So tell me, you have a Josh, I have a Josh. What is the scoop on Josh? How did you meet? I mean, what's he do? Tell me about Josh. So he, we met, um, we actually met the day after I got back from filming season four. Okay. He'll never let me forget. I literally told him on our first date, I'm like, this is me at about 30% of my like capability because <laughs> I'm so exhausted from filming. And he was like, I just, I'm very scared to see you at a hundred. So, and it was really sweet. Actually, we like met on a Thursday. Then we went for dinner on the Friday night. Then we caught up on the Saturday night. And then we had brunch on the Sunday and like, I never really did that. It was nice. We just kind of clicked. And then well, you, you would hope. Yeah, but clearly if you're a 30% capacity and he doesn't even get the full hundred percent, I mean, yeah. pretty good, Hannah. So how <laughs> was it though? You then leave, like you said, it must've been pretty hard then to leave him. You're in this relationship. How was it leaving then to go with season five, especially when you're already shaky about it? It was really hard, but at the same time, I am like really independent. I like having my own savings account. Even now I'm still working, you know, after having the baby. I think he kind of understood from the start and respected what I did and respected my choices. So he was very supportive. How is it being a mom? <sighs> Can I have a nap? <laughs> <laughs> Are you drinking yet though? Because that is my only saving grace. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So seriously, it's like, yeah. oh my God, the kids are in bed. Now it's time for mommy cocktails, <laughs> plural. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it does. Um, that's what my mother craft nurse said. I was like, why is this and why is that? And what's going on? And she's like, just drink your way through it. Oh my gosh. Anything to do. Any, I mean, it is, a, especially after you finally have the baby, you're like, I have to catch up. I have to catch up all the drinking that I missed for 10 months. And when someone says it's nine months, I said, uh, I missed, it's, it's 10, 10 months. There's yeah. a whole nother month I still missed on drinking. So yeah, catch up time. So what And you, then you've got breastfeeding as well. Oh my gosh. Are you done? You still going? Uh, yes, I am now. Congratulations. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> How yeah. amazing was that to be done? It was well, especially for me because I had issues at the very start. So I had to pump the uh. entire time. So 
So I worked out, oh my I gosh. was feeding or pumping nine and a half hours a day. All you do, it's boobs. That's it. Your whole world yeah. is just something feeding pump, feeding pump. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But now you enjoy that cocktail even more. Even more. <laughs> you know what? I probably shouldn't be saying this, but between me and you, if you do decide to have another kid, because we had our second and I was like, okay, I'm breastfeeding, but like, can you have a drink? Like, how does that work? They have little test strip that you yeah. literally get some milk and you stick it in the milk and the strips will tell you if your milk is good or bad. Oh, I've got like an app. Oh, you have that? Yeah. Are you kidding me? How do I not? Two kids, I don't know about this. I'm freaking taking my milk and putting strips. <laughs> there is an easier way. This is pathetic. So yeah. wait, so then- you know, you said you did blow deck for, you know, I, I'm doing it because I need to make money. This, this is my mm -hmm. paycheck to pay for stuff. So what are you doing now? Are you working? You said you had your Ocean International. Yeah. So that's been amazing because I basically, I started it when I was six months pregnant. It's like feeling like you've got all these little ducklings. So my students to me are like my little ducklings. And we do like, so basically we have two courses. One is bronze which is kind of like if you're interested in getting into yachting and you want to know like the nitty gritty, where to go, how to go, where the seasons right. are, how it'll work, you do that. And then if you're really serious about it, you do the silver. So then we do like monthly Zoom calls and catch ups and put you in touch with agencies and my contacts and boats and jobs and all of that sort oh, of stuff. So it's amazing. Watching like these students go from like sitting and watching below deck or hearing about yachting and then watching them go from there, I've got like six students now that are like working on yachts. And I'm like, it's just amazing. because You're, you're the like, proud mama. Yeah, exactly. They send me photos and stuff. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, oh my, my God. gosh. And that's the thing. They can just like, let's try it. And if they don't like it, then they don't like it. Hannah, exactly. that is in six months pregnant, you started a new business. Uh-huh. Okay. Because it was that second trimester, like, burst of energy. Oh, but then, yes. like, third trimester, Hannah, I had to, like, back up all the shit second trimester Hannah had started because I started my podcast then as well. So almost a year, though. Yeah. That's incredible. And do you love it? Oh, I love it because it's, like, I love, love, love being a mother, and that's always my number one job. But it's, like, so amazing to still feel like you're contributing to society. Right. Even though you're at home. So the fact that I can work from home, like I had a two hour call last night with Anastasia and we were brainstorming and like to, to use other parts of my brain, except for my boobs. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> That's, I don't even know that feeling half the time. If it's not the babies, it's the husband. It's like, can you yeah. just either way? So Anastasia, so who else do you keep in touch with from the show? So I'm super close with Anastasia and Aisha. Oh from yeah. France, Julia and Tiffany from season one. Right. That's about it. That's good. That's a good crew though. Kiko? Yeah. Do you still talk to Kiko? Kiko. Yeah, well, he's on a charter boat and I've got oh. my baby. So like he was supposed to be coming into Australia in January, but you know, our borders shut. So as soon as we're in the same place, like he is just one of the loveliest human beings in the world. So oh. I will always make time for him. I love that bond that you guys had. That was cool. Yeah. You know, so much is like fake and there's everyone's kind of fighting. And then you guys just seemed so real. And when he left, how sad you seemed and just oh. like, that was your dude, like leaving yeah. right now. He really made me laugh when I watched back. 
because I didn't remember saying it or anything, but just like, I think I was speaking to Rob and I was like, you know, I said, he just didn't deserve that. Like, he's such a good person. And he's like, you're a good person too. I'm like, not like that. <laughs> just like a- I might have some good qualities, but that, no, I'm not that. He's like so pure and innocent, you know? Which, when do you ever find that? Like, never, it's like a Glenn, Captain Glenn. Yeah. When do, is there a world that exists where you would ever come back to the show or any form of below deck? Maybe as a child, I guess. <laughs> Could you, would you go on, would you go on below deck med with Captain Sandy if they did it again as a charter guest? Yeah. And I'd go on and be like, okay, you stay in your cabin. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be amazing. So you would never go back though to do the show? No, show. I don't think so. I had a photo shoot in a hotel here in Sydney. I mean, my best friend was shooting it. So we stayed there the night and then my partner took Ava down to my dad's on Monday. And like, I, I was supposed to go out for this like fun girls night out on Monday. And I ended up crying. <gasps> in a bar watching videos of my daughter with my, one of my girlfriends sitting next to me going, yes, no, 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 she's really cute. Yeah, no, oh my God, yeah, look, she opened her mouth. I like left early and um, I looked up an Uber. It was $380 to my dad's place. I was like, just go home. Aww. And I came home and I watched every single video I've ever recorded of Ava. It took two and a half hours. And then the next day I was like, okay, no, we're not doing that again. Like, congratulations for trying, you know, A plus for effort, but like, no, I'm not. And you owe me 350 bucks for this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You could never leave her. No, definitely not for that long. It's, oh my God, you're such a mom now. It doesn't <laughs> ever end. I swear, I still do that with my four-year-old. He will tell me he hates me. And I'm like, oh, but you're so sweet. I still can't leave you. Remember when you were in my belly kicking and he's like, I yeah. hate you. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It never, oh, that is so, so that was your first night away from Ava. Yeah. Well, listen, baby steps. All right, <laughs> I like to play games, Hannah. Are you up? for playing a game. Sure. Okay. It is called Naughty Yachty. Clever. I know oh, we're really clever. Over here side. <laughs> so for the whole time you're on for five seasons, we saw that sometimes you had some beef with some people occasionally. Mm-hmm. If you had to go back to the yacht, yeah. who is the person you would choose to have with you? So I'm going to say two people and you choose who you would actually come back with. I can. Okay. Malia or Captain Sandy? Uh, I, had to. Uh, <laughs> I, had to. I can't choose that. I couldn't even say, I couldn't even look at you with a straight face. Uh, Is it, would you choose even one over the other? Is one even a little probably better? Probably Malia because we had less time for the animal for each grow. Got it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that wasn't very nice. <laughs> Chef Ben or Chef Adam? Chef Adam. Chef Adam. Are you guys cool, Ben? You and Ben? Oh, I haven't spoken to him in years. Yeah. Bugsy but... or Laura? Bugsy. Wow. You must really not like Laura. She's, well, no, she's, there's just no reasoning because she's cool. So. Do you think she and Pete are in an island somewhere together? <laughs> on his only fans <laughs> could you imagine 
we need like a where are they now and i guarantee they're together somewhere. yeah okay this oh. isn't who you would choose to have back but if you had to take back one mm-hmm. would you take back making out or hooking up with conrad or making mm-hmm. out with hottie charter guest jason oh uh, probably uh conrad you take that back yeah Jason pissed off Sandy more, so I kind of like that. <laughs> Did you guys ever talk after? Or was yeah, it- yeah, we went for dinner in New York. And, you know, he was a lot better looking than his personality. <laughs> oh, no. so I was like, you're pretty to look at, but shh. It was one and done dinner. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, Hannah, you know, you came on. I'm taking all your time. But I did want to ask, what was the best thing that you take away? I know it didn't end the best, Mm -hmm. probably as you wanted it or planned, but what's like one of the best things that you take away from doing Blow Deck Med? Um, I think definitely the friendships, because obviously there's like some friendships that you don't see on camera because it's production. So I've got one one person in, in production that I'm very, very close with. Also really like all the different stories, like even just, you know, with the anxiety, like the amount of people that kind of reached out and went like, it was so good to see, not good, but, you know, it was so helpful to see somebody that I look up to who I think is really strong and all of that to see that even you can suffer anxiety and panic attacks and the amount of people I had that you know messaged me saying I never really understood or never knew that other people had the physical side of anxiety the throwing up the shaking the you know all of that so I think the amount of people that I've hopefully helped or made feel a bit better about the situation that they're in on that side of things was like a really big thing for me. That's huge. And that's incredible that you, you know, had that for people to look up to and to say, Oh my gosh, I'm not alone in this. Look, Hannah goes through this. Do you think filming really made it worse? Oh, a thousand percent. Really? Because, well, yeah. And it's not a good place for, you know, somebody like who with anxiety, especially in my position, because you're constantly in your head thinking like 10 steps ahead. Right. And am I going to get tripped up? And then every little mistake, you know, can be blown up and it can be aired and people can go, you're bad at your job or you're this right. or you're that. And, you know, so like you're just constantly trying not to make mistakes in an environment that thrives on you making mistakes. Right. I totally, you know, it's funny. I just talked to Izzy from Below Deck. I don't know if you know Izzy. She said the same thing. She's like, you know what? I had anxiety and things. And then the second, like a camera come up and I'm starting with the show, it just, I lost weight and I, you know, it it made it so much worse. And now she's like, it's so much better now. Yeah. Well, I think as well, what people don't realize with our reality show is like with the housewives and like, even Summer House, you know, like Summer House, they could like leave and go out right. for the night. You know, like we can never get away from the cameras ever. Right. So the only place there is not cameras and you're not filmed is in the toilet. But even Unless then. flushing drugs. And exactly. Then <laughs> I was literally just going to say, but even then, thank God you would actually pull like most of, I mean. My zipper was still down. What if you're like sitting on there? Like the camera would have caught you literally on, isn't that breaking a rule or something? Isn't that like your safe space? That's insane. Yeah. 
was the thing. It you don't have a getaway. Thing. You don't have a get out, yeah. right? I mean. And you don't have a break. So it's not like you can go and like debrief to your girlfriend, you know? You know, we're making a reality show, right? And right. like, you have to say what you're thinking. Otherwise, how did the audience know what you're thinking? And we don't get a chance to go home and have a glass of wine and bitch to our partner. Like we're on the boat 24 seven. I can't even imagine the stuff that people have said to you. What's like the craziest thing someone has said to you? Fucking absolutely crazy redhead on that charter. It was the first charter of the season, I think in Italy on the Conrad season. There was that nuts lady <gasps> that kept screaming about nuts. Oh my gosh, my nuts. Yeah, that yes. charter was hideous. And it's like, they weren't even making any sense. <laughs> like, one woman was like, I don't eat seafood. And then was like, why didn't I get lobster from my main? I'm like, I remember you were like I'm poking. Like, yeah. You were like hitting. You're like, see, get your, get your preference sheet right, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you just like confused about yourself? It's just, oh, that was weird. That was a very strange charter. What, is there one thing that you say, I wish I could do it over or take it back other than hooking up with Conrad? Is there something yeah. else that you would say, oh, I wish I could do it over or take it back. Oh, how long have you got? How, how long is this podcast? <laughs> I have all the time in the world for you, baby. Uh, no, do you know what? I just go, I don't think watching somebody who is perfect is very interesting television. Right. I don't want to watch someone who's perfect because right. seriously, who wants to sit in their fucking lounge room, you know, and like with their top button undone watching someone flawless and perfect on TV. It makes you feel like shit. Right. You want to see someone who's flawed, who makes mistakes. So, you know, when the housewives, they start and they like flip their hair in their ball gown and they have a tagline. Yeah. What would your tagline be? I think it would have to be now I need a Valium. <laughs> <laughs> You're stressing me out. <laughs> That is incredible. Oh my gosh. Hannah, you're the best. I'm just, I'm so happy. This made my day. Uh, And I know everyone listening is going to be so freaking excited. And for those of them that don't know where to find you, which I'm sure is none, but just in case, where can everyone who loves you find you on social and everything else that you're doing? HannahFerrier234 on Instagram. Hannah Ferrier underscore on Twitter. I actually don't remember them sometimes. Uh, it's Ocean International Training Academy if you're interested in getting into yachting. And then I've got like a very fun light podcast called Dear Diary, Your F, which is basically came to me when I was moving house and found my 13-year-old diaries and realized what a little bitch I was and thought I'd share it with the world. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, you know, when I was reading about that, I'm like, oh my gosh, because my mom found mine where I was like saying, I hate my mom. And then it was like all these pages about how, oh my gosh, dear Lord, please. All I want are big boobs. <laughs> like, Oh my God. So you have to come on my podcast and read some of your diary. No, 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 no. I have stacks, like a whole oh. safe full of diaries and they are insane. Like I would draw pictures of boobs and be like, Oh my God, Lord, can you please give me boo? I mean, everything. And then of course the whole family thing and like my parents are divorced and stuff. I mean, it was, oh my God. Ever, I was dying. It is such a great concept. I could give you probably four days worth of content and just <laughs> my crazy ass self. Okay. Listen, you're the best. Thank you so much. Um, oh, you just made my day. I'm Thank so, you for having me. I'm so happy for you. And Josh, 
and Joshua, Joshua, and <laughs> Ava. Um, you know, and if you need anything mom wise, I know I've said it Thank before, you. but like I've been through it all and I'm here for if you need anything at all. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W, at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.